All right, we're live. I know we're live. I heard it. I, 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 I already knew that. I was waiting for the lady to finish her intro of me so that I could get going. I'm trying to get stuff going. Oh, I can hear it. And I can hear you guys. Oh, so maybe, maybe if, if that's true, maybe it's not going out on the yeah. broadcast. Which, honestly, he's probably doing the people a, f- a favor anyway, hearing that horrible little well, yeah, but intro I, music. Yeah, but I, I get to do this, yeah. I get to do this, and for today I wanted to do this, you know, so... <laughs> There you go. Yeah, and and coach calls me yesterday, all pissed off at me because I started off horrible at the one o'clock games, and I'm like, this is coming from the guy who has four teams left and can't pick the two teams that make the finals, and he's gonna give me shit. <laughs> you know, you got four teams left. It's gonna be Vegas and New the Islanders, and I'm telling you, they're both down three one, and it's not looking like either team's gonna make it. It's gonna be Stars and Tampa Bay, and I think. Uh, you look, t- Stars goalie's playing good, but Tampa Bay's the team, man. They just look like, you know, this is going to be their year. All right. Mm. All right. All right. And, and by the way, I just want to say the Yankees are, are kind of righting the ship right now. They've won yeah. five in a row. Uh, we'll see tomorrow as, as uh, Toronto comes in. Should we call them Buffalo since they're playing in Buffalo? But anyway, the Blue Jays are coming in. Big, huge yeah. series because I really think the Yankees need to be – because right now they're the seven seed. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head? You can't hear me? No, I can no. hear you. No. All right. Well, you're shaking your head like you disagree with me. It's because you're talking about the Yankees. And that's, yeah. that's why. But you know what, Coach? With, with baseball, I think it's just about getting in. There's yeah. no real home home field well, advantage. Well, for the yet. Yankees, hold on a second. Hey, did you hear your the AL is going to be playing in the bubble in in LA and San Diego, and the National League will be playing in Houston and uh, uh, Arlington for the uh, for the playoffs. Whatever they want to do. I mean, look, I think it's better that way than you get to the playoffs and you have a San Francisco Giants situation would happen over the weekend and you have one of your best players with coronavirus and then they miss the series. Um, but John Smoltz made a hell of a point, I thought, on – I was watching the game Friday night or maybe it was Saturday, but either way, uh, Smoltz made a great point how when the Braves, you know, obviously they lose in 91 to the Twins in the World Series – and then I believe they lost 92 to the Braves. I mean, to the Blue Jays, excuse me, because 93 was the Phillies losing to the Blue Jays, obviously. But, you know, the Braves were always knocking on the door, knocking on the door. 94 was a strike. So they went into 95, and they said they felt like, because that was the first year of the wild card. They said, man, we've been knocking on the door, and now it's got even harder for us because there's a wild card kind of translating to that's how the Dodgers must feel. Because they've been knocking on the door, and now they probably got the best team they've had, and now there's going to be another round, obviously, as eight, there's eight playoff teams in each thing. And the first one's a three-game set. So if you have two bad games, see you later. Right. Which and, and, and man, Well, right now as it sits, oh. the Yankees play Tampa again. And they haven't right. beaten Tampa but once all year. But so I, I think, think they need to move up yeah. one more. But I think the first round, if I'm correct, Captain and Coach, 
It's only three games. Yes, well, it, correct. It's crazy, man. That's, like I said, two bad games and you're out. I right. mean, you could have a great year and then some team who's an eight seed who might, like I know in the NL, be under 500 can beat you, know, beat you in a, a three-game series and you're gone. Just, I don't get it to me. And I think it makes more of a reason that the World Series winner this year is kind of going to have an asterisk on it. All right. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, it all depends upon really who wins. I agree. Because I agree, if, yeah. if, there is, if there is a winner oh, yep. for the World Series that maybe was a one or a two seed, I agree. And, they, and they go ahead and they, they go through there and they, they win yep. it. Wait they, a second. If the Florida Marlins yeah. win the World Series, there's going to be an asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The no, Yankees win the World saying. Series, if, if no, if no. Team, but if it's the Dodgers or the Rays right. or one of those teams that right. has sustained success, then it's going to be okay. And I, and I agree with them 110%. Yeah, if if it's a quote unquote deserving team that is yeah. that has just been head and shoulders above all of the others yeah. in this in this pandemic league. Yeah. And by the way, I want to I want to go back to what you were saying about the National League playing in Arlington and Houston. You're gonna put you're gonna put playoff teams in Arlington, Texas, in the the smothering, sultry, nasty humidity. Of Arlington yep. in September, yep. my God, that is such a disadvantage. Oh, another fucking home run for the for the Marlins. Well, there you and, go. And you know, one thing before, obviously, we got to talk football. But we, you know, we have all killed Derek Jeter, and I think you can say now the Marlins are are in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, and I'll tell you this: the Phillies better sign Rio Malto because Sixto Sanchez looked pretty damn good, and boy, wouldn't he look nice! With Wheeler and Noel and that pitching staff, so they yeah. better get JT resigned. If not, I'm going to be pissed. You, because you're you going to be pissed because guess what? I'm going to. This is the last thing before we get to football. The Mets right. got a new owner, who's a billionaire, yeah. who's going to open up his checkbook and spend yeah. some money. So yep. the Phillies just kind of shot themselves in the foot because let me tell you, he is going to be a Met next year if he doesn't sign now. Yeah, nah, you you might be right. And it's going to be uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. But, no, I think, you know, from all the trades, you got to start giving Jeter some credit because with going through Corona like they did in the start, the, the Marlins are a good team. This isn't just a fluke. They're, 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 they're a better team than they were, were showing last year because oh, you yeah. can just see the, t- the talent and some of these kids starting to come back. But uh, let's get the football now, Coach, whatever you want to start. All right, losers first. Go ahead there. All right. Well, no, I mean – it was pathetic. It was a joke. I mean, uh, there's so much blame to go around. I, I mean, I, first of all, I think Doug, I, you know, and it's, you know it's any given Sunday, but I think Doug thought they had the W. So he let Lane Johnson sit. He let Miles Sanders sit because he said he Miles Sanders. He's worried about the long haul here. You, you shoot out of the gate 17 nothing. Okay, you got Lane Johnson, your starting right tackle hurt. Your right guard's out for the year. You know, you're up 17 nothing. Don't press it. I'm not saying get ultra-conservative, but they spotted them a touchdown at the end of the first half and gave the Redskins life. To where if the Redskins are going into that half 17 nothing, it's a different ball game. 42-17, to 
42 passes to 17 runs. If you got a line, how are you going to make them go? You run the ball. And that defense was dead at the end of the game because the Eagles kept on throwing the ball over the damn field. They should have run more. They should have had time of possession, you know, controlled the clock, let those young linemen. You, you, as any lineman knows, you would rather run the ball and take it to the defender than pass block. That Wentz was sacked eight times. You're going to get him killed. I mean, so, and then Wentz, he made some bad throws. He's holding on to the ball too long. He fumbled twice. We lost one. So, I mean, to me, yesterday was Wentz and Doug. The defense was playing well, and they got thrown to the Wolves. I thought the defense did fine, and, and Doug, and, like, you know, just kept on putting them in bad positions. Well, I and I, I want to say two things. Is Zach Ertz, you want the money? If you want the money, you got to make the catch. Yeah. When it's crunch time, it's fourth down. Hey. And that ball was that ball was right there. It hit you in the worst spot it could. Your hands. You need to catch that football. I mean, yeah. come on. Hey, and Goddard, eight catches, one hundred one yards yesterday too. So tell me, he's not thinking about that too, coach. Right now, and here's the other thing. You know, I I don't. What's the easiest thing for linemen to do? Okay, run block. Your offensive line is decimated. You have a lead. You need to pound the football. I know Miles Sanders isn't there, but you had you had two other capable backs that could have carried some of that load to put right. you in different situations where you weren't constantly having to throw the football. Right. Take some time off that clock a little bit. I mean, come on. Yeah. And then Wentz missed two throws too. He had Rager for a touchdown and missed them. And then he had Jackson for a touchdown too. There was some pressure on that one. But he missed them. But, hey, man, now they play the Rams, you know, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, it's not good for the Eagles. I mean, they got, I think, the Bengals week three. But, you know, you got to win the, the games. Bengals didn't look that bad. No. Yeah, I'm just saying. They didn't look Bill Burrow, he can move. You know, yeah, Chargers are a good defense, too. I thought he did good. I mean, you know, they look, the kicker missed. They, they should have been in overtime. The kicker missed a 30-year field goal. Mm -hmm. So, I thought Joe Burrow – with, with, with the weather around him, I thought he, he had a heck of a game yesterday. He made some nice runs. Um, yeah, but uh, disappointing week for the Eagles, you know, but they're still alive because they're in, as Captain would say, the NFC least. So, and that includes your Giants, Coach. They still they got a shot this year because this division's bad. I know the they Cowboys, do. And we'll, yeah. we'll get to the Giants because I really like the Giants tonight. I, I, honestly, I do. I, I, uh, I, I like the I Giants. I disagree with that, but... So, <laughs> Listen, listen, and Stiz, you're nuts, man, because Big Ben's not having a career night tonight, okay? Hey, man, Stiz was right about all his stuff though yesterday, what he called. Right. but I, I, And before we get to Captain's Vegas Raiders, mm. I want to touch on a couple other games real quick. Okay. One is, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers came out and said, F you to the whole league who said, I'm done. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is done. You traded up for what? Okay, he made a point. And, uh, you know, the Vikings are going to be uh, on the outside looking in again, I, I think. And how is it? I think that Matt Patricia does not know how to coach with a lead. For wow. some reason. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You let Mitch Trubisky come back and beat you. 
And and it shouldn't have came to that where the kid dropped the bat, the touchdown at the end yeah. of the game in the end zone. It shouldn't have came to that because you had such a lead. So I, uh, you know, uh, that was my take on the games that I I watched yesterday. Yeah, but that kid, the, the rookie DeAndre Swift, man, Stafford put it in his hands for a touchdown too, though. I mean, he should have caught, caught that, but. You know what? You can't be counting on rookies at the end of the game. You know, you got to call up a different number. As you saw well, with the Eagles, they yeah, opened but that up kid was wide, the kid was wide Rager. open and you got to go there. You're in the yeah. you're in the NFL, son. You need to make that catch. I, no, I, I don't, but look at the Eagles. Rager was the opening punt returner and fumbled and his ass was yanked right after it because, he, you know, you said it, coach, with special teams. You saw in the Saints game yesterday, they did a, a, a kick. And it was the and the guy fumbled it. So right there, that was a big, big well, swing. Well, wait a second. It wasn't even that he fumbled the ball. Is that the one guy came over and knocked it out of his hand right. because they just have not had that much time in mm-hmm. in the in the camp because there was no preseason. There's right. no tackling, so obviously what coach was saying was that tackling would be at a premium, which it was not. You know, right. with guys just starting to get into it, and because the it was playing, the guys playing Alphonse and Gaston that came over. The guy, one guy was coming into it, the other guy went over for it, and it knocked it in such a wonderful precarious spot, right, right up into the arms of the other guy, right to him. Okay, right. you couldn't ask for a better, uh, you know, a better kick, a pooch kick, than that. Even though it wasn't really designed as a pooch kick, it, it, it just turned out that way. And again, another score. And not that, not that I wasn't giggling my goony goo goo ass off like Eddie Eddie Murphy would say, watching the Suckineers lose. <laughs> because again, I mean, I live for that. You know, my favorite teams are obviously my Raiders. Anybody else who's playing anybody else in the AFC West, and it used to be whoever's playing the Cheatriots. I don't really care about that anymore. But it's always been. Uh, right at that next tier, whoever's playing the Suckineers, I actually root for. And, and seeing them get getting and and watching little poster boy on the sidelines as I'm as I'm doing you no know, other things on my show, just looking like it, you know, a long lost kid, like he lost his last quarter down, you know, down the sewer pipe that he had. Set aside. You know, screw you, Brady. Well, so you know, uh, you know, n- not for nothing, but Brady is on pace for thirty interceptions. Okay, yeah. I- I'm just saying, uh, if we, you know, go with that stat, and that's uh, not gonna happen. But I don't think it's gonna happen, and I, and I think he it's gonna go, and I, because he, he felt pressure yesterday more than he he's ever felt. He's got the rookie right tackle there. That was. And he did not play very well at all. I'm sorry. That rookie, he's he gave up the block uh, field goal. He's the guy who let the guy through for the field goal. Uh, so he did not play very well at all. So, uh, you know, I, I think that um, Tampa's going to be in trouble with that offensive line. Yeah. And plus, like I said, you know, Stiv said it yesterday that Mike Evans was going to be a bust in the sense that there's other targets there. Gronk didn't do nothing, and, and Mike Evans doesn't make his first catch at the end of the game, and it was a touchdown, but still, that was the first catch he made. Right. So um, I just think that's a down-the-field offense, and Arians wants to throw the ball down the field, and that's never been Brady's 
strong point. Right. He's a check down receiver, gets your team in the right play, you know, great at reading defenses, but he's not a guy that throws the ball down the field a lot. Especially where he's at in his career right now at 43. Right. Yeah. Right. I I'm not you're not asking it you're asking a guy to, to be uh to uh you know to throw the, at 43 to throw those bombs all day it's not going to happen. <coughs> yeah. Not going to happen. So let's get to the other game and, and uh which I know captain is chomping at the bit to get to. So uh not not necessarily but I I just want to start this off by saying fuck you Sully. <laughs> He said you were going to do that. He said you were going to do that. I I mean, I feel a lot better now, but you know what? Maybe I need to say it again. Fuck you, Sully. What happened? I never heard that. Okay. Um, Sully, for several different... Now, before, like like months ago when we first came on, was saying about, you know... The, how the Raiders are going to suck for this and a new team's going into new environments, yada, 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 and Gruden yeah. can't bring a team to the East Coast and win and yada, 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 and you're just mm-hmm. going to totally screw the pooch, yada, yada, yada. Fuck you, Sully. Okay? Uh, I, I'm, I feel a lot better now. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> because here's the thing, though. In the immortal words of the great Raider patriarch, Al Davis, just win Baby, and the Raiders went out and did that. Now it was a nail biter, and I actually can show you that I you know it is my middle finger, but it is a it is a nail that I've been yeah. chewing on for quite a bit. You can see I bit down to the quick. By the yeah. way, Sully, um, <laughs> it was it was a nail biter of a game, and it was you know the Raiders played well in spurts. Yeah, their defense still has to come together and yeah. gel. And, and I tell you. If they don't, if they don't come together and play a lot better, Marinelli is going to be taking over that defense, whether it's announced or not. And that that's a key point. They might not announce it. It might be one of those things where he just surreptitiously takes over as the like coordinator. Yeah. And, you know, they keep Gunther on the sideline to yeah. pass out ham sandwiches because they don't want to well, say anything to anybody as well. But yeah. if that defense – in its scheme, it really is. It's scheme. Yeah. They got a lot of good players with a lot of ability on that defense, and you know they're just not—they're not set right. They're not doing what you would think of an athlete. You get a better scheme. Marinelli is a little bit more aggressive, and yeah. I think to put that defense under Marinelli, it'll be a hell of a lot better. Yeah, and they, they will. Won't. His defenses have always overachieved, too. I didn't think he had a ton of talent in Dallas, and they would get the job done. I mean, I, I like Marinelli. I really do. I uh, I thought with the Raiders game, look, I thought that 54-yard field goal from the kicker for the Raiders was big. I know they win, but still, it gives you breathing room, you know, so I thought that was big for him. I mean, that line's good. Uh, curious about Brown. Any word today, Captain, on that? I haven't seen it, and I'm I'm really concerned That's about important. the injury to Trent Brown. But I'm more concerned right about now about Nick Kwiatkowski because yeah. again, that is the guy that is going to be calling your signals. Yeah. That's your defensive signal caller, and don't be surprised if that injury is so bad that they don't get on the phone with Vontez Burfict within the next couple hours if they say yeah. that he's going to be gone. For a while, why? Because Perfect played in Gunther's defense 
in uh, Cincinnati. He was on the Raiders last year. He knows the defense. So, And they need a middle linebacker if Kwiatkowski is not available. Don't be yeah. surprised if he doesn't get a phone call. You know, I'll tell you, too, I'm watching the game last night. Alvin Smith looked good. He had a good game last night. And, I, you know, it's almost – you know, I wonder. I guess he was a free agent with the Raiders, or was just off the team. But man, they should have been able to get first shot at him. Of course, he well, gets to go to the Cowboys. That's the thing, though. It was the way the rules were set up. Okay, because the Raiders, even when he was taken on and put into the substance abuse program per the NFL rules, the team could not have any contact with him. And you know, we didn't fight. And I say we, the Raider organization, was fighting to have somebody. Get, you know, keep an eye out for him, big brother type thing, you know, do the contact with him. And they could not do that based upon the rules by the NFL Players Association. Then when it came down to it where, you know, he was out for basically two years because he'd been gone for quite a while. And they, when he was granted his release, oh, good, it's not a torrent pack. That's a Jason Dean just made my night. Thank God for that. Um but uh, the, the way the rules were, he was a free agent. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, when the Raiders wanted to reinstall him, when he had met all the requirements and they said he put forth the effort to go and get him, you know, they said, let's reinstall him, let's reinstall him. We put out the information to get him reinstalled. The NFL said no, 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 no. He's got to mm-hmm. do this still. He's got to do that still. So basically, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, well, what are we going to do? We, we, we keep trying to get him back. And right. they say no. The minute he's a free agent, and the minute that Jerry shows interest in him as and wants to sign him as the Cowboy, yeah, you know what? Come on back, all done, Smith. Well, he's all done with the Raiders, but he's all done with everybody else because he's available. Yeah, yeah, but no, I mean uh, the Raiders ran the ball well yesterday. I thought Carr was efficient. Look, I don't think the Panthers' defense is that great. But like you said, Captain, it's September. All that matters is winning. I mean, really, that's the most important thing. And, you know, you see a lot of teams in September. Look at Miami between September and December. Two different teams. So the fact that they got the win, and no matter what, I don't care if it's by 40 points or one point. They're 1-0, and they're not 0-1. And that's that's all that matters. Um, you, you know, you just got to try to – and look, coaching is all about getting your team to improve, getting them in the right position, you know, hiding their weaknesses and having them play to their strengths. That's what coaching's all about. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, they got a tough game this week. They got the Saints this week, don't they, Captain? On Monday night. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I and I was on record saying that I don't think the Raiders are going to win that game. They're home opener in Vegas. Now, you put fans in the stands, and then I would say, yeah, I think that they have a better shot at it. Oh, yeah. Then you have the State's coming off that big win, too. Right, the home opener with the – oh, fucking A, it's another home run for the Marlins. There you go. (laughs) Something I've never seen before. There's only about four of them this game. Um, But, yeah, you put fans in the stands, okay, and, and, you know, and it's the mental, you know, what's this is our home opener in front of everybody. But in front of an empty stadium is not quite the zest that you're going to have. I mean, I know it's like you're a professional and you need to play whether there's people out there or not, but there's a big difference there. That the, the extra, extra oomph you get in your adrenaline knowing that you're playing for your home fans is beyond, beyond reproach. You can't, you can't change that. Now, again, 
the Saints getting a good win over their 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 hated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love to say they're hated because what did what did uh, Peyton do when the game was out of reach? He ran Kamara right before the game ended for that touchdown. Right. Yep. I say, fuck you, Tampa Bay. And yep. I loved every minute and, of it. Yeah, there was actually, better, did yeah, you see the Taysom Hill play, too? Instead of just running it and combining the ball, they yeah. did the, the pass and then they threw it down the thing, uh, Taysom Hill threw it. And you know what? I like that aggressiveness. And I think that was all mindset of saying, hey, this is still our fucking division. You know, yeah. you know, you got Tom Brady, that's great. This is still, you know, it's the, this division still goes through New Orleans. And now people go, oh, it's just one game. But that's a big game because now they have a two-game lead because they own the tiebreaker as well because they beat them head-to-head. So big win, big win for the Saints. You know, I, I, you know, like I said, that's who I picked Tappen to win, to win it all in, in the Super Bowl. Um, I just like their balance, you know. You know, Jason Dean was right, you know. Breeze didn't have his great game, gonna have a great game yesterday. Thomas wasn't, you know, wasn't, he didn't have a big game, but it's the first week, you know. I think a lot of guys are getting their timing down. You know, like I said, we'll see what happens here. Because as everybody knows, November, December is when it matters. The first eight games, don't get me wrong, every game's important, but it's the last eight games where you really see what a team is and, and what, what's going on with the season. Yeah, I think that, uh, and I've been extolling the virtues of Nick to everybody that wants to hear it. I said, if the Raiders are 3-3 three and three after 6, that's good. Because yeah. they've got 10 more games to go, and they can just put it into high gear, and they can win 7 of their last 10. That gives you a 10-6 and six record. And yeah. I, I firmly believe that that will happen with the Raiders. People are saying that, you know, Jason Dean says we're going to win in a shootout. It's possible. But again, I want to make sure. I want to see what the condition is for uh, Thomas because I heard that he had like an injury high, yesterday. High ankle sprain. Oh, that's not good. So for he yeah. thinks he could play through it, but you never know, you know. And yeah. uh, another note: uh, Golden Tate not inactive tonight for the Giants. Okay. Which yeah, you know, I don't even know why we signed the guy. I mean, he hasn't. No, he they gave him to way play. too much money. I mean, uh, just just. Let's get let's move on, man. Yeah, he, he made one catch for the Eagles in the playoff game. That was it. So, but no, I mean, look at a lot of teams yesterday. You know, the Cardinals, who I said were going to be pesky this year. Where one week you'll see them lose to the shitty team, and the next week go into the Niners and, and win. And let me say this, man: more criticism too. Jimmy G just doesn't get the job done. You know, he missed two throws again yesterday. One on third down, one on fourth down. He didn't make the right throw. I mean, if the Niners don't play from the lead and they're running the ball and controlling the clock, Jimmy G ain't going to win the game for you. So unless they're playing from ahead and where the Niners like to play, Jimmy G, ah, man, I, I and They're kind of stuck I'm, with him because they just signed him to a long-term deal. Right, right. So, and, and what are you going to do? You know what I mean? He's, he's the guy right now. And you're stuck with it, but I mean, heck, man, the, the Seahawks looked good yesterday. Now you lose to the Cardinals at home, and that's the craziness of any everything. Because, like Captain said, there's no home field. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example: is that Vikings game. Packers wouldn't have scored the points they would have scored if, if there was home fans there from Minnesota. It wouldn't have happened. 
I don't know why. It's just, hang on a second. I want I wanted to share this. Stand, stand by. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah, for for all the people that have uh, what's that disease that uh, my my roommate had it in uh in uh when gonorrhea was, uh, of the eye? No, 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 no. Although that that's PP's disease. It's <laughs> one with the, it's the one where you uh with bright lights that that flash and uh, uh you know uh you can you go into shock and and uh, I can't remember what epilepsy. Epilepsy, yeah, that was that was an epileptic fit right there with that one. Okay. I want I wanted to show this one. This was this is my contribution. Why is it? Why is it that the coach of the San Francisco 49ers is wearing a silver and black hat? Why is that? Because they're trying to get and, and, and Angela even said this uh, as well. The oh, new Raiders logo, fans. Yeah, the new logo uh, or the new mantra of the San Francisco uh, Bay right now is that staying true to the Bay or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? Really? So you're uh, staying true to the Bay. And uh, I, I got a lot of fuck yous today. Yeah. But they, you know, they're, they're, well, they're well placed and well deserved to everybody that gets yeah. one. That's for sure. Now, that Jason, compare that. Jason Dean brought up too, Matt Rule not giving the ball to McCaffrey on fourth of inches. And I agree. But ultimately, you know, look, the first game, I think everybody thinks the Panthers, look, they're over under with four and a half wins. I thought the Panthers played a good game yesterday. They did. And I just want to throw this out there as sometimes as a coach, you outcoach yourself. Because oh, everybody thinks it's going to McCaffrey, so let's let's bait him in and go somewhere right. else right. instead of just you know what? I believe in my guy. I don't care yeah. if you're sending all eleven like, guys. We'll get that. And, and well, yeah. you know, sometimes how, when you see that fourth and inches, and they take it and throw it, and you'll see that guy just running wide open. And if it works, you're a genius. And if it doesn't, oh my god, on fourth and inches, you didn't run the ball, right. so right. you can't win. Right? May I? Man, go, ahead. go ahead, you since may. I, since I kind of actually watched the whole game yesterday. I had yeah, nothing I did. Else going Sorry. On. <laughs> Earlier in the game, they had a fourth down play where they gave it to the fullback. So it was it was kismet because the Raiders' defense was actually expecting that on fourth down. It was the same play to the same guy. They had already used it, and Rule being a rookie head coach saying, Oh well, again, like you're thinking. Well, everybody's thinking it's going to be McCaffrey. Well, they did. They thought it was going to be McCaffrey the first time that it happened, and the guy got the ball and he got the first down. They did it again, and the Raiders' defense was expecting it, and they stuffed his ass. And it was the play of the game from a defense that needed to get the play right there, right then. And that's important, though. Too, you can look at it, you know, and say, "Oh my God, they gave up 30. 30 points, but ultimately they needed not to give up 35, so they're not going in overtime. They did what they needed to do, and they made the plays when they needed to make them. And there's going to be weeks. There's going to be weeks where, like I said, like the Saints last year when they played San Francisco. The Saints got a good defense. They gave up 40-some points that game, but they still won. That's what's important. That's what matters. You're going to have those off weeks. If you can still find a way to win, that's what's important in the NFL. Is you know it, it is. It's all about winning the game, and then you try to make the you know, you know, coach. You get on the tape and see what you can meet. What you know, make better and fix and correct on Monday and Tuesday. 
And actually, uh, they got, and again, I swear, please look at the tape because I'm not lying. You're saying, oh, you're just a disgruntled Raiders fan. There was so many holding calls on Cleef Farrell and Mad Max Crosby that were right in front of the officials. And you would think that the guy was trying to take his glasses out and cleaning them at the, at the time in front of him. So friggin' obvious. Lots of penalties not called. Well, they the haven't. The officials also haven't had any work, too, Captain. Yeah, you're right. But they were bad yesterday. There was some bad pass interference calls. There was some, I thought, the Cowboys pass interference. But my, point, my whole game. point has yeah. been from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. You have a guy in the booth. Why is he not in your ear? Hey, I think that was P.I. I think, you know, throw a they, flag. So and they got rid of that, it. though. That's, not, that's gone. That rule's gone. You can't challenge pass interference. No, no, no. I'm not talking about challenges. I'm talking about the official in the box who has a better view than the official on the field because I'm a coach who's been in the box for many seasons. Right. And you have a damn better view than you do standing on the sideline or in the field. Hey, Nick, throw the flag. There was a penalty there. Let's get together as, a, as officials and we'll right. talk about it. And instead of, oh, we just missed that blatant P.I. Yeah. Well, speaking of pass interference, I want to give a game ball to Tahir Whitehead, who played for the Raiders the last two years, played for the Panthers yesterday, was, was remarkable in two pass interferences at key calls yesterday, which, which kept the Raiders' drives alive. So, again, game ball from the Raiders to Tahir Whitehead, Thank you for being a fuck-up. There you go. <laughs> Game ball to him. There you go. Now, uh, so, yesterday, obviously, you look at the Patriots, and the offense didn't impress me. It's more just you got to stop Cam from running the ball. I mean, that's what really hurt the Dolphins. And honestly, if I'm the Dolphins, and, you know, my uncle's a Dolphins fan, and we were talking about I'm telling you, I'd make the change already. I think they got to go to Tua. Fitzpatrick threw. He throws too many interceptions. You know, it's they're down ten points with a minute and a half to go and three timeouts. You know, you know, fucked me because I was getting seven and a half points. You know, so they're going to get at least a field goal, and you got a shot. You never know. And he throws an interception in the end zone, and that was his second interception. I think you need Tua just to use his athletic ability, roll him out get a movement, and, you know, move on from Fitzpatrick. I mean, look, the NFL is different. It's not like it was where you need these quarterbacks to sit. And, and right. fucking, if Joe Burrows can start, Tua can start. Because Joe Burrows is playing with next to nothing on that team. And, you know, he performed nicely yesterday. Well, the question with Tua is, is not that he doesn't have the ability, but what does the Dolphins' offensive line look like? It's well, right. also, I think the hip is – is it 100%? I think I think they're nursing the hip a little bit too. I think the Dolphins are going to take their time with that because they, you know, they don't want to rush that hip. Mm-hmm. And how about the Colts yesterday? You can't beat the Jaguars and Frank Reich who usually runs the ball. He had Philip Rivers throwing the ball over the field. I mean it made no sense to me. I mean no sense at all. I think they they had a worse pass run ratio than the Eagles did. And Reich's really known for running the ball. And they also lost Marlon Mack now for the year. So I was just going to ask that. What happened to Mack? Because uh, I wasn't up on the stats. Marlon Mack 
fantastic running back that used to play at uh, USF here locally. Great guy. I was going to ask, well, where was Mac? Well, you just answered my question. Thanks. Yeah, so they let Hines play. And then, honestly, Hines had more touches than Jonathan Taylor, which I was a little surprised about. And then Cowboys, Van Der Esch now, out six to eight weeks. So now that defense, which I didn't think was that great as it is, loses one of its top three players. So now Byron Jones goes to Miami. Van Der Esch is hurt. Sean Lee's hurt. They really are going to need some great play out of the linebacker and that, that front four. Yeah, the Jags, I don't think that's going to last long, but, you know. Well, and, you know, what about, you know, because I just like ripping on Adam Gase because I, I really think oh, he's oh, a horrible oh, coach. Gosh. What it a is, shit show. It is, per, it is post-game, oh, it, it was totally different out there. But you got the same damn results. How is it different? You yeah, got Jamal the same results. Adams threw some shade at them, too. Unbelievable. And it, you know what? Here's the sad thing. You ruined a good quarterback. Sam Darnold is going to get picked up by a team, and he's going to be that Randall Cunningham or Vinny Testaverde who had a lot of success on another team. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon, another <laughs> yeah. guy. There you go. Uh, Jim you know, one of those yeah. guys that had that had that has success after he leaves because they were so shitty with him. And unfortunate, that's going to be the the way of the Jets until they get a coach. Because yeah. I'm sorry, uh, when was the last time? And I love Herm Edwards. And, and when was the last time they had a real head coach? I mean, and I think Rex was. You know, Rex, they made some AFC championships. Rex took them. They did. And, you know, I love Rex to death. But I think the problem was he had that success early. And he just fell off that cliff and was done after that. He was more of a great defensive coordinator. more, More in running his mouth and talking shit than he was into the coaching part. And his... His philosophy was, let the press talk with me and let me get the press on me and stay off the team. But I think he, he, he you know, wrote too many checks his ass couldn't cash. cash. I was going to use the same exact thing, and it's a truth. <laughs> well, but and not just that, you're giving out too much bulletin board material. Right. And then those teams wanted to, you know, just like with, you know, uh, what was his name, the linebacker, Bart, you know, the middle hey, of the Bart. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. You know, Bart Scott. Um, Bart Scott, there you go. Yeah, they. I think they're talking shit without really even winning anything big. You know, I know they won some divisions and beat the Patriots once, but, you know, Patriots won Super Bowls and they were winning games. Right. You know, right. that's it. Right. But see, you're, you're forgetting the, the person that Rex needs to actually get get aligned with. You know, the hell with ESPN. He, he, he missed an opportunity – to be the spokesperson for Payless and Tom McCann. I mean, that yeah. just that just says Rex right all over. It took it took Coach about five seconds on yeah, the yeah, He's thinking like, why would he get involved with Payless? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I always go back to Wes Welker's press conference. One of the best. One well, we got to put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> We're gonna dip our toe in the water. I mean, it was great, man. So, all right, listen, obviously we're going to end the show a little early tonight because, you know, the game starts in a little bit. Does it? Yeah, it starts seven, at 7. 7-10. Oh. 
So and I gotta go. I gotta go down the street to watch the game. Uh, I have some 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 fans, some fellow Giant fans. We're getting together to watch a game. You know, you yeah, are fans of you or Giant fans? Because you said I have some fans. Yes, fans of me. Because I am kind of a celebrity around town, believe it or not. And celebrity you know, to yourself, you're not a celebrity around town. Hey, I, I, there I'm, wait I'm, a I'm second. Kind, wait I'm, a I'm second. Kind of a wait a second. Here. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back up. Back up. Wait a second. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. The last time you were here, what happened? I'm sorry. What do you mean? I mean what, what happened? I mean, they not just skip the line, come right in, right this way. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, I'm just saying. We didn't know. skip any lines. Drinks were charged double. And <laughs> no, I just drank double the drinks. That's why. I <laughs> So yeah, but anyway, uh, so uh, what? What do you you like this game? You like either one of these games tonight, there, Nick? Okay, so one, I like Vegas tonight. Um, in hockey, I'll start with that. I think they've outplayed Dallas, but the difference has been Dallas's goaltender. He's just been playing great. Um, tonight, I like Pittsburgh. I mean, sorry, coach. I just think that I defense. Yeah, I mean, look, look, no, I, I, look, I, I, I am. I am, here's the thing, you know, because now my, it's getting close to game time, so my heart gets in the way, no, and, and you know, I'm and I'm excited, way. I'm pumped yeah. up, because, you know, it's the Joe Judge era, yes, we're starting, right. Plus, and, and I feel like we have a coach. Zero, so, it's a new right. season, no matter what. But I, I, I know for. that the Giants have no defense, and I feel like it's going to be one of those 42-38 games, I, I, and but I don't know that Ben, with his elbow, can put up the points. I think that, you know, and I just think that the Giants kind of squeak out of this one. Okay, but well, the bigger question, I think, Coach, is going to be what can the Giants offense do against that Pittsburgh defense? That's going to be more of the question. If they can put 24 up, I think you got a chance. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I, think Pitt, I think it's more likely Pittsburgh could score a bunch of points. I don't think the Giants are going to score 30 points on that Pittsburgh defense. Now, hey, it's the first game of the year. Maybe you catch them. You know, look, they were, they're not playing as hot as they were in the second half of last year. Maybe you catch them with some plays. It's a different offense, a different look. You don't have tape on this style the Giants are going to play. So, and look, Daniel Jones was impressive. So, does Saquon break one or two, you know, find a hole somewhere? It's possible. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, and, and and on those lines, by the way, I also like Pittsburgh tonight, Coach. Not not the pile on you, but right. the, you it's know, okay. It's fine. I, I, that's just that's just my pick. I want to I want to reiterate what you were saying that these these teams are either they're all O and O, okay? Unless you're Tommy PP Eater's brother, okay? Who get who smacks on the win yesterday? Wow. For, for for the for the Raiders saying that they lost to a sub five hundred team. They weren't a sub five hundred team when they played them, asshole. Yeah. Well, more importantly, C- Captain, his team his team is the shit storm that they just continues. I was just going to say, didn't oh, they shit the bed yesterday? And their last sixteen openers, oh, 15 and one in their last sixteen openers. Yeah. So it's like, and he got so he got so horrible last night on my show. I put him in timeout three times. 
three times I put him in timeout until he said some more shit, and then I just blocked him from the page. So, Tommy, if you're wondering why your brother is blocked from my YouTube channel, go back and watch his fucking stupidity last night <laughs> on my show. Okay, so it, it was it was horrible. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think Tommy watches anymore. I think Coach no, 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 no. Actually, I, I had some words with Tommy. Tommy is Tommy's good to go. He says hello to everybody. He's ready to come back and do some stuff. Uh, and he had some things going on. So to reach out to him again, mm-hmm. if, if, if need be. If need so be. tomorrow, everyone, remember, if you miss this, you can always catch the podcast version, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, wherever you listen to your uh podcasts also head over to youtube uh subscribe be part of the show uh we appreciate it you'll see tomorrow nevada nick will not be with us tomorrow because you know he's got a conflict with a rub and tug glory hole thing going on i don't know what the hell that deal is but he will not be with us uh tomorrow so it'll just be me and captain recapping the giants victory uh, big victory. We'll be uh, talking about that, and uh, I'll well, probably you know, pay more attention to the Bronco game. But there, there go. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll stay up for that. And then you can watch the Bronco game, and we could talk about that too. Yeah, the Giants' victory. Yep. Keep hoping. Get ready for zero and one. The Redskins are going to be in first place tomorrow. That's what you're looking at, Coach. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe there'll be a tie for first. And, uh, you know. Tomorrow, we'll talk about them, too. And we'll talk about the Islanders tomorrow as they try to make their comeback. Now, yeah, they they play tomorrow, right? Or they play tonight, Captain? Tomorrow. Bye, guys. Tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Coach's great prediction of Islanders and Knights. So, and Jason Dean, that's what happened to your team. They got the the, the mush of Coach Muddle. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, goodbye. Wait, goodbye to the Islanders. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Go watch some giant football. It'll be a good game tonight. The Joe era, Joe Judge era kicks off here in uh, just about 30 minutes. So, uh, yeah, I'll be getting a text by 730. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope Pittsburgh takes the kickback. I really do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We will we will check that out. Everybody, thanks for watching. Make sure you tune back in. Subscribe to the page. Uh, we appreciate you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks.